This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, L-L-C. Today is Thursday, August 18th, 2022. And in this episode, we're at part four from the early 2000s. This movie came out in 2001 slash 2002. The Believer. Starring... Many females, fate one of favorite, many females' favorites Hollywood stars. Ryan Gosling plays, De- yes, Ryan Gosling, the believer, as Denny Balint in this character. Uh, as the character name is Denny Balint. This is a drama. I remember seeing this on Showtime as well. Story plot. A young Jewish man develops a fiercely anti-Semitic philosophy based on the factual story of a KKK member in the 1960s who was revealed to be Jewish by a New York Times reporter. So, this also has Billy Zane in this, for anybody who likes Billy Zane. And it has Summer Phoenix. And, uh... Not to say too much, Summer Phoenix is very memorable in this movie. If you've ever catch it. Uh, this is similar to Pi. This is also an indie movie. This is not a Hollywood general all audiences. This is really a very, um... Specific indie-like type style movie. which, Which, again, will not be for everybody. Ryan Gosling stars as the main character. This is based off some something that could have happened possibly for real um, in the 1960s. The Believer explores a Jewish student's private journey to understand the meaning of Judaism in his, in his life. Set in New York City, the plot follows a morally confused young adult struggling with the conflict between his beliefs and his heritage. The believer examines themes of religion, family, and self-loathing. It is a psychological examination into the forces of intolerance, both on the individual and both on that both on the individual and the society as a whole. This is rated R. Uh, check out the trivia for yourself. Uh, this came out in 2001, but sometimes in other ways in 2002. Languages both English and Hebrew. It's uh, got a um, not too bad of a runtime at 1 hour and 38 minutes. Like I saw it a long time ago, I believe, on Showtime back in the... Um, I forgot when I first saw this, but yeah... I did see for myself, though, you know, Pi in 98 and The Believer in 2001-2002. Listen, for anybody that likes Ryan Gosling as an actor, you'll you'll really um, be impressed or engaged or somewhat hooked in with Ryan Gosling's performance in this. It's interesting because it's like he wants to be a neo-Nazi, but like a Jew at the same time, and that, you know, conflicts to try to mix all that together like that. 
It got a 7.1 out of 10 rating on the IMDb. Uh, like, like the other movies I've said in this series, it's not going to be for everybody. I'm going to give over somebody's top review here listed, and then we're going to segue to a quick commercial break. And then I will say some memorable, mem- memorable quotes from the movie. Performing memorable quotes from the movie. But first, this person's little review. 10 out of 10. Extremely thought-provoking masterpiece. The Believer is the kind of film that has social relevance beyond the contents of the actual film. Highly censored through corporate teamwork, The Believer was never picked up by a major distribute house because of its provocative provocative subject matter. The film demands a re-examination of beliefs and a discussion. Isn't this the kind of provocative free thinking that the medium is about? The Believer is one of the top five films I have seen in the last few years in regards to disturbing consciousness. It is the kind of film. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, rather, it is the kind of movie that helps us understand one another a little better. A must see. All right, commercial, quick commercial, then I'll perform some quotes, give it a great rating, and give you my thoughts on, quick thoughts about what the, how the ending was. Uh, an ending that, similar to The Last American Virgin, and possibly also Pi, and whatever you want to make of the ending of Clockwork Orange, all endings that the audience will remember long after all the movies are gone of done being watched. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. It's the Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did.
Daniel, Daniel, uh, Ryan Gosling as Daniel Belint. Let me put it this way. Who wants to destroy the Jews? Who wants to grind their bones into the dust? And who wants to see them rise again? Wealthier, more successful, powerful, cultured, more intelligent than ever. Then you know what we have to do. We have to love them. What? Did he say love the Jews? It's strange, I know. But with these people, nothing is simple. The Jew, the Jew says all he wants is to be left alone to study his Torah. Do a little business. Fornicate with his oversexed wife. But it's not true. He wants to be hated. He longs for our scurn. He clings to it. As, it. as if it were the very core of his being. If Hitler had not existed, the Jews would have invented him. For without such hatred, the so-called chosen people would vanish from the earth. And this reveals a terrible truth and the crux of our problem as Nazis. The worse the Jews are treated, the stronger they become. Egyptian slavery, Egyptian slavery made them a nation. The pogroms hardened them. Auschwitz gave birth to the state of Israel. Suffering, it seems, is the very crucible of their genius. So, if the Jews, or as one of them own has said, or as one of their own had said, a people who will not take yes for an answer, let us say yes to them. They thrive on opposition. Let us cease to oppose them. The only way to annihilate this insidious people once and for all is to open our arms, invite them into our homes, and embrace them. Only then will they vanish into assimilation, normality, and love. But we cannot pretend. The Jew is nothing if not clever. He will see through him, through him, hypocrisy and condescension. To destroy him, we must love him sincerely. If the Jews are strengthened by hate, wouldn't this destruction that you speak of, whether it be by love or by any other means, wouldn't that make them more powerful than they are already? Yes, definitely more. They would become as God. It is the Jews' destiny to be annihilated so that they can be defied. Jesus understood Je Jesus understood this perfectly, and look what was accomplished with the death of just one enlightened Jew. Imagine what would happen if we killed them all. <clears throat> Daniel an ancient Jew. Ancient Jew. Billings, if Hitler didn't kill six million, why is he your hero? Concentration camps all over Europe, and he only gets rid of a misly 200,000. He's a putz. Hitler was not a putz. Hitler was real. God created him to punish the Jews for abandoning God. It is you who are, who are putz. 
little pishes with your dreams of hatred and killing. Where do you think you're going? We have nothing to learn from these people. They should learn from us. And what should we learn from you, Daniel? Kill your enemy. Guide, guide Danielson, the reporter. People hate Jews, do you agree? The very word makes their skin crawl. They undermine traditional life and they de-ragnicate society. Just take a look at the greatest Jewish minds ever. Marx, Freud, Einstein. What have they given us? Communism, infantile sexuality, and the Adam B. Danny, this is great. But how can you believe all this when you're a Jew yourself? You print that in the New York Times guy and I'm gonna self-delete. And you, had you come out of Egypt, and you, had you come out of Egypt, you would have destroyed in the, in the desert with all those who worship the golden calf, then let him destroy me now. Let him crush me like the conceited bully he is. Go ahead. Let me put it this way. Do we hate them because... Let me put it this way. Do we hate them because they push their way in where they don't belong? Or do we hate them because they're clannish and keep to themselves? Because they're tight with money? Or because they flash it around? Because they're Bolshe Bolsheviks? Or because they're capitalists? Because we have the, because they have, because they have the highest IQs? Or because they have the most active sex lives? Do you want to know the real reason we hate them? Because we hate them. Because they exist. Because it is an axiom of nature. That just as man longs for woman, loves his children, and fears death, he hates Jews. There's no reason. If there were, some smartash, K-I-K-E, would try to come up with an argument. Try to prove, prove me wrong. And of course, that would only make us ha hate them more. In fact, we have all the reasons we need in three Simple letters. J-E-W. Jew. You want to know the reason? You want to know the real reason we hate them? Because they exist. We have all the reasons we need in these three simple letters. J-E-W. Jew. You say it a million times. It's the one word that never loses its meaning. Just take a look at the last three of the most well-known Jews, Marx, Freud, and Einstein. What have they given us? Communism, infantile sexuality, and the Adam B. I'm the only one who does believe. I see him for the power-drunk madman that he is. And we're supposed to worship such a deity? I say never. In the, in the mere three centuries... These guys emerged from the ghettos of Europe. They've taken us from a world built on order and reason and hurled us into a chaos of class welfare, international, inter international urges, 
and relativity. Relativity, a world where the very existence of matter and meaning is in doubt. Why? Because it is the deepest impulse of the Jewish soul, Jewish soul to unravel to the very fabric of life until nothing is left but thread, nothing but nothingness, nothingness without end. What do you think you would have done if you had been there? Not what he did, just stand there and watch? How do you know? You've been never been treated like he has. Here in this rich, safe, stupid country, it is so easy to imagine oneself a hero. But you have no idea what it is like. You can conceive it. Everything, all of Europe, was destined to br break one's will. Millions went to camps, be became stronger, braver than you. They did nothing, just as you would have done nothing. <sighs> Right, so that's all the quotes I wanted to say about this. Uh, let me again. It's a deep, deep movie. Definitely, like all these movies on this uh, series list, not for everybody. Soaring and um, electrifying, electrifying and um, really um, standout performance by Ryan Gosling, who of course is in a lot of movies. Summer Phoenix is very uh, beautiful in this, and. Um, uh, she's got some standout scenes as well. Uh, came out in the early 2000s. I I recommend to anybody um, that wants to see a protagonist struggling through two dual different sides of uh, counter sides of the whole neo-Nazi Jew at the same type 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 thing type thing. It's, uh, I like the review, I like how the reviewer, um, their thoughts about it. Um, I guess I'll give a greater rating and then we'll, um, uh, tune in next to the next, to the next, uh, part five, the final part of the series, five part series with the last movie on the list, um, which I really want to, um, get some other thoughts, opinions, and details out about that as well, but, um, if I had to grate or rate The Believer from the early 2000s uh, with Ryan Gosling and about, um, I really, I have kind of a very engaging story for, um, what, what it was. Um, I'm going to give this a three out of four Kazatska stars or a, uh, letter grade of a solid B as in, Brooklyn, bold, baby, bitter, and blender. And yeah, that's how it, uh, yeah, blender. Uh, B, solid B or a three out of four Kazatskas. Recommend it. I recommend it. Uh, check it out if you're curious. And tune in to now the last part of the series of the, what I consider the five part, the five part depress depressing, depressing movie, five part depressing movie series. One, one movie, one selected movie from five different decades. This is from the early 2000s. Right before this was from the late 1990s with 98 Spy. But we're gonna, now we're going to conclude the series with the last movie 
the last movie and podcast discussion for Thursday, August, Thursday, August 18th, 2022, um, to tuning in to the next, the same bad channel, same bad time for the 2014-2015 kind of unsettling, disturbing, bizarre, strange, and really kind of messed up sci-fi, sci-fi drama thriller movie directed by Alex Garland, X. Ex Machina, which was one of the last movies I saw with my dad before he got real sick two years later. Um, but I'll get into the I'll get into the dad movies uh, part of what we saw together with this and other movies coming up with the next movie up uh, in the list of this uh, series. But uh, yeah, tune in for the next final part of the series for Ex Machina. Uh, more details about all that coming real soon, and. Um, that's all for now. To uh, since uh, the believer is so deep and heavy, gotta end it like this. Everybody dance and have a good time one more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Signing out!